Welcome to Life With Your Dog podcast. Our focus is educating dog owners, enthusiasts and dog trainers about ideas on how to train, manage, live and thrive with our dogs. To teach dogs to live in our society while our dogs teach us how to live in the now. I'm your host Panos Anagnostou. And I'm your co-host Luke Badman. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Life With Your Dog. And today we are out in nature. It's me and Spades and Nookie. So if there's a little bit of wind in the microphone, apologies for that. And hopefully it's able to be listened to without being too annoying. But today we're going to be talking about what dogs have taught me in the year of 2020. It's New Year's Eve as I record this. So it's going to be coming out in the next couple of days. So happy new year, everybody. And thanks for your continual support and listening to the show and hope you guys have been enjoying it. You know, this year has been a full solid year of life with your dog. And it's part of my life. Every single week, we're getting a recording out, which means having to th- think about what I get up to and what I teach other people and putting it into a different format and, and, and delivering it. it. Has been a lesson in itself, and that's been pretty cool. You know, learning to talk to a camera and to a microphone is odd at first. <laughs> and I think it's always going to be a little bit odd. It's always better to to be talking with somebody. Um, Luke's gonna come on the show soon. He's had a little break, his own things going on, and you know, prioritizing what you've got to do is really important. So it's better when he, when he comes back on, we can have a, a legit chat about a lot of other topics and he's got really exciting things to, to mention as well. So I'll wait for him to, to deliver that news. But really, I think the number one thing for me, look, it's been a tough year for everybody. You know, COVID-19 has kind of, um, fucked with everybody's lives one way or another and you know nothing's guaranteed everything's changing you know it's very much like dog behavior you know you, you you may think you know your dog and an incident occurs or you're in a new environment and you see something new and different in your dog's attitude and behavior towards something and that's the same with us you know don't think that everything's guaranteed that you know water comes out of a tap and food comes from a store is that alone is a miracle. So we need to have an attitude of gratitude. And I think that's really important. And I have learned a lot of gratitude this year. You know, it is part of my prayers every day when I pray with my son, you know, being grateful for the life that we have to breathe air and to, to have life. The only thing you actually have is two things, your body and your life. And one day those both will be gone from, from the thing that, so that call, the thing that you call I, your ego, the thing that, that is aware. I'm not going to go too deep on that shit. Um, but transitions, big transitions this year, you know, obviously. The first six months of having a child is obviously different, but when he starts becoming aware and moving and talking and understanding the world, that's when things get a little bit more busy, a little bit more hectic, and, and I don't want to screw it up. I want to do a really good job. You know, number one priority in my life is being a dad, and that means getting to know him. And if you're going to have a puppy, you're going to raise a puppy, you want to know everything about that puppy. You want your puppy to know everything about you so you have a strong bond. And the thing about a, a, a puppy and, and a human is a puppy's development, critical period of development, and by the time they mature. So they, in their development of 17 weeks is really important. And that's, four, that's up to four years old in a human. And until they mature, dogs are generally maturing at around about three years old. And humans mature you know, the male brain matures and stops developing new things at around 25 years old. So, you know, there's a, maybe I'm thinking too much about it, 
or maybe I'm just realizing that this is about developing habits. This is not about, I'll have to do this because it needs to be done. Just like training your dog. You want to think about training as, oh, I'm just learning the things that I need to do so then I do them more rather than thinking, oh, this is the thing I have to do and we do it and then it stops and then it's, and it's completed. It doesn't work that way. And that's what this transition has taught me as well is that first of all, I need to set my priorities and Leonardo wasn't even a thing two years ago and now he's on the top of my list of priorities, which means everything else in my life has to change. And I see that a lot in a lot of my clients where they treat their dog as if like, cause they get really, people get clucky, you know, they want a child and, and they, and they get these maternal and paternal urges. So we get the dog and we treat them like that. And then we get a real human and then the dog becomes neglected and it's no good. And not neglected purposefully or even intentionally to be neglecting. It's just that far out priorities have changed. I'm not walking three hours a day anymore. You're probably getting three walks a week, you know, and that's no good, you know, and, it's all about time management. So I, I want to continue doing the show. And I didn't want, I couldn't do it at home today. We're setting up the house and my, my son's running around and grandma's doing a thing and whatever. And it's just too much noise. So I thought, wait, I'll walk my dogs and I'm going to record an episode today. Hopefully the wind hasn't affected this because um, that would be a real shame. But but I think time management has, has been really important. And of course, COVID affected me not in a way that I lost work. COVID affected me that I got a lot more work. And People have been saying how amazing and wonderful it is, and it is, and I'm fully grateful for it. But you need to then delegate your time to deal with that sort of workload. You know, we know I've got Fiona on now doing my admin and helping me out with scheduling people in and, and you know, and we have other plans um, going forward from here because I had no infrastructure to deal with that many inquiries. 20 a day is like crazy. Uh, I can only see four, four dogs a day in the model that I work and, and help people. And, and I really re- focus on my one-on-one training, teaching people to train their dogs. That's the most important thing. So it's really important here that I, um, that I have to learn to restructure and I have to learn to adapt and, and also not crumble and, and, and use this, use this as a challenge for growth don't have this challenge defeat you and i think that's important and you know and i haven't talked much about about that puppy experience you know getting the puppy and having to return it and everything else um obviously it still scars me um and not and having time to think about it really that was a reflection of where i am personally in my life and you can't just keep adding more and more and more i could and then i won't be the version of me that i like and that people like and that is a a, a trying to be as balanced as possible where if you're working so much with a new workload and not realizing what fatherhood is and being a parent is which is a lot more time consuming the things that need to be sacrificed and I didn't realize that and I should have realized that so the point is that that's the lesson learned and you think you know who you are until you're faced with great difficulty and and lack of sleep is intense like sleep is getting better now much better but waking up every three hours is ridiculous and doing that for, you know, 12, 15 months is, um, can ruin your life sort of thing. So I feel for people that don't, that can't sleep, you know, because that's really, um, it's a real bummer, but you know, to, um, I wanted to, I want to do things properly and I don't want to half-ass anything. So, you know, what, one thing that, that puppy jet taught me was that, you know, and thinking about him looking at me, you know, brings on the, you got to honor who you are. And I don't regret, I don't regret the decision that I made. Actually, in fact, I think about it that 
it was a good decision that I made because I know myself and I've done some work on myself to know where my thresholds are and obviously I'm going to continue to learn that. But, you know, um, I really did want a dog for work and I, and I wasn't ready for uh, my own personal dog. I've, I've already got, um, you know, I've already got my dogs to work on at the moment and there's always something to, to be developing and, and to appreciate. But I'm all about what dogs have taught me. This year really realized and I had a brain snap to, and it's been developing, I've been thinking about it, but I don't, I originally started doing what I do, train dogs and train people to train their dogs because I'm passionate about dogs and how they influence our lives, make, and they enrich our lives, make it better. We don't want to accumulate dogs because you think you need to have dogs. You have the dog because you want to enjoy it. And one thing that I listen to, Alan Watts, if you don't listen to Alan Watts, check him out. Oh, he'll, he'll blow your mind. But um, just listen to a recording of him yesterday saying how people initially go to learn to go to university, for example, to learn so they can learn the art and the craft and the, and the content of what it is that they're learning. Where there's been a paradigm shift in how we see school, that we go to school, we go to university to get the degree so you can get the job. It's more about having a one-up, you know, and thinking about that in, in, in the profession that I do is that you gotta catch, you're going to catch yourself, you have to catch yourself out in terms of Am I doing something to be one up? Like I don't do the podcast and we're not putting this content out and, and putting so much time and effort into it because I can be one up. I, I really, truly do this because it becomes a, a great way to reach a lot of people so then they can get on their journey of training their dogs. And to remember my original point that we have dogs to complement our lives, not to complicate it. And they enrich our lives. Where if, when you become a dog trainer, you kind of see dogs as things that need to be fixed. And, and, I, have, and you had, I had to snap myself out of that a year and a half, two years ago and really finding the joy in it and sometimes like taking a big step back having some time to yourself to really come back to it fresh feeling good energized and and find your passion again don't see it as a oh yeah gotta go to work it's it's not about that when i first started this you know 2011 look my situation was different i didn't really have many overheads i didn't have um, many responsibilities you know and i lived at home or single and well, actually I, when I had my girlfriend but i wasn't married you know we weren't living out of home so I did what I loved and, and things came my way. And when you start to force it too much, you start to take away some of that magic. Just like with dog training, you want to train your dog to do a particular skill. Like I'm teaching Nookie to come um, to do the middle, which means coming between my legs and face the direction I'm facing. And I'm doing that for the joy of doing it. There's no need for her to do it, except for the fact that it's a new skill that I need to um, do for me, for her. And also it's, it's bonding time, it's strengthening. And also I do it thoroughly. I thoroughly enjoy doing it where when you have to teach some, a dog to do something because you need to fix it for whatever reason and try to force it too much, like if I forced Nookie to do the middle, I wouldn't have the same passion that she shows towards the behavior or towards any of her training. So it's always about finding, finding the groove, finding the, they, they call, um, not being the zone, but find that flow state, you know, find that flow state with your dog. And, and that's one thing that I've learned in 2020 is, you know, what can you do? stay home and cover your mouth and you know we can do all of these things in COVID times we can social distance and follow the rules but but the real thing that you should do in these times is be the best version of yourself that's the only thing you can do you can complain about the conspiracies and what's happening in the world and this that and politics and all that all that crazy shit that can drive you crazy the best thing to do is be the best version of yourself even if that means that you have to accept being at home because it is what it is um and 
even if it means that you've gotten so busy at work that you can't deal with the workload and that actually becomes a failure, not a success in a way, unless you learn to adapt around it. So adaptability, really important. Um, you know, playing many roles in my life is that, you know, um, Birdie said it the best, um, Birdie Oshidi, you know, have, have, you have many pillars in your life. You have a foundation, service all of them, that being a dad, being a husband, being a dog trainer, dog owner, being a son, a brother, um, a neighbor, you know, you have to see all of these roles that you play in life and strengthen them all around. So you can be a good dog trainer. So you can be a good dad. You don't just focus on one thing and abandon the rest of it. Be a good friend. Hang out with your mates and 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 have a conversation if you're struggling. Or even if you're having a good time. Very important to, to share these things. You know, discipline equals freedom. It's a Jocko Willink saying. I've been saying that heaps because I really resonate with it. And my dogs can be off the leash. Yeah, their leads are on, but they're just hanging out. But they can experience this sort of freedom because they, um, and obviously if you just listen to this, I pointed the camera to them just walking around and sniffing. Um, they can experience this sort of um, freedom because they understand if I, if I was to call them to come, Nookie, come, sit, good girl. I just called her, she sat at my feet, I can pat her. I'm sitting on a bench where there's the bush behind me, there's, there's a little creek behind me. So that's the same with ourselves as well. Make sure that you get that workout in. I've had a bit of a sore shoulder, so I've been having to do the physio, have to do the physio exercises regularly, and now my shoulder's getting better with the rest and sacrificing the intensity that I like to do to do the things that I need to do. So that's really important. And also one last thing that dogs have taught me in 2020 is have structure, but switch up your routines. Really, really important. And what I mean by that is the structure that I, as an example for my dogs, is that we go for a walk daily. We do training sessions daily, whether it's just practicing the basics or whatever it is. And, um, you know, I feed my dogs. They come inside. There's things that they do. When they come inside, there's a certain etiquette that I need. This happens regularly, but with my dogs, they don't get fed at the same time every day. They don't go for walks at the same time every day. Last time we walked at 10.30 at night, and right now it's um, 11 o'clock in the morning, and we're out walking. So they don't bang at the door telling me what to do, but also for myself. And I apply that to myself. Is that, yeah, I train, but I train different places, different times. I eat breakfast. Sometimes I don't eat breakfast. Um, I'm switching up everything that I do. I still get it done, but I don't want to be in, in such a too much of a rhythm, too much of a routine. Because if we switch that routine up, or we miss out something in that one day, everything goes out of whack, mind, body, heart, and spirit. You know, ke chemically, we're, we're, we're like, where is the food? Um, where, where is my exercise? You know, and you want to be adaptive enough so that you can um, stay sharp, you know, and it's difficult. And for our dogs, yeah, it's a good habit for them to get into as well. All right, everyone, I'm going to wrap it up on that. I'm always about what dogs have taught me and Maybe something that I can give to you is write down three things that your dogs have taught you in 2020 or, or what you're going to, what are your, or one thing I actually want to say, sorry, is, sorry, I just have to stop the phone call coming through, is that I, um, every year I, I label a year, there's no New Year's resolution, but I, I make a name. So I'm going to claim this now, it's New Year's Eve, um, and I've been thinking about it, and my, last year, 2020 was a year of discipline, so focusing on discipline and finding where you need to be more disciplined at so it becomes more of a habit into the year to come. And now now I've got it in my artillery and I feel that I have been disciplined. So now I'll continue practicing it. But year of 2021 is all about tribe. Tribe is about, and I've been journaling as well lately and that's been really helpful, but what does that mean, tribe? That means do the best that you can do, be a beacon of light. Like for example, me putting my, us putting ourselves out there on the podcast to be like, hey, 
I think that I have something to tell people. And if you resonate with it, you become that beacon of like others that resonate with you will find you. And then together we can get things happening. And, uh, um, and I don't want this just to be about me and my dog training. I want this about be about dogs and dog training and how dogs influence our life. That's the point of this podcast and it's the point of my mission as a dog trainer. So, um, I wanted to put that out there for you guys. So two things that I can give you is write down three things that your dogs have taught you in the last year and what's your um, word for the year and what are you going to grow into um, or focus more on. And, um, yeah, that's what I do. And if I can influence others and you can f- give me some feedback in terms of what you think about that or what, um, or maybe something else that I can think about as well. I'm always about um, improving the self. And that's a whole nother conversation as well. Anyway, thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate you guys. Much love for 2021. Stay happy, healthy, and strong. And until next time, be well. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another show of Life With Your Dog. Please like, rate, and share if you're enjoying our podcast. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. For all dog training videos, tips and techniques, visit nooches Thank you and stay tuned for next time.